Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Man on the Post weekend review. It's the final weekend of the season. My name's Chris and joining me this week, I've got Dave. Hello. Are you Dave? You alright? Yes, I'm good, thank you. So unfortunately none of our resident Liverpool fans could join us for some reason this weekend. Uh, not quite sure why. Uh, so it's the last weekend of the season and there's only really one place to start then I suppose. Uh, Southampton against Huddersfield? No, 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 not really. <laughs> uh, so it, the battle for the title was between Manchester City and Liverpool. Uh, Manchester City I believe went into the weekend, one was it one point ahead it was wasn't it? Uh, well, well, it must have been, yeah, because it's still one point now. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, when it went in one point ahead, I know at one point that if Brighton had won four nil and Liverpool and Wolves had drawn four all, there were plans for a playoff for the uh, for the title. You'd love to see it, though, wouldn't you? Oh, God no! <laughs> Imagine how tense that would have been. Um, but yeah, so um, I suppose well. I can't, we can't do what Sky do, where you flick between the matches uh, and stuff like that. So we might as well start. Man City won the title, as everyone who listens to this probably knows already. Uh, they uh, won 4-1 away, away at Brighton, although Glenn Murray gave them an early scare for all of 90 seconds. I mean, that 90 seconds was quite unbearable, though, wasn't it? Because <laughs> 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 Liverpool were already ahead at this point as well, weren't they? Yeah, it was um, a very brief look into what the future would look like had it finished that way <laughs> yeah so uh, Liverpool fans up and down the country going absolutely insane I also heard we'll come on to Liverpool in a minute but I also heard that Wolves fans um, were cheering like Brighton had scored every so often throughout their game well I think it backfired because they, they started cheering and obviously Liverpool joined in and then Brighton did actually score so <laughs> uh, but as you say it didn't last very long um yeah, Aguero went straight up the other end and just slotted one in, basically. I, I did enjoy Ali's claim in the WhatsApp group that he was a mile offside, and I watched it back, yeah. and he was, he was a good two foot onside. <laughs> I was going to say, I, was, I saw that, and I was like, I was like, what? No, no, he isn't. Uh, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, there was, there was, uh, do we really think there was ever any doubt that Man City were going to get a win at Brighton? Uh, well, I certainly didn't. I, I thought they might have slipped up against Leicester on Monday night, and it looked for a long time like it was they were going to drop points. Mm hmm. Uh, and company obviously stepped up and did what his mates couldn't do for the previous hour or so. But mm-hmm. um, I never thought they were going to lose to Brighton. Like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. I thought the Leicester game was the one. I think we discussed it last week on here that the Leicester game was where we thought they might trip up. Um, I say I know Brighton held Arsenal last weekend, but Man City are a completely different beast, aren't they? Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, Arsenal, at least they have their eyes on other things as an mm-hmm. excuse. Like, yeah, I suppose. Man City had no excuse for not having 100% focus on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Man City, uh, Riyad Mahrez made his first start in a few months as well, coming in for Leroy Sane. I don't, I don't get the deal with Leroy Sane. He's in and out the side so often, but he always seems to perform when he plays. I think the problem is he, 
he plays obviously on the left. Sterling's basically said he doesn't like playing on the right. Mm-hmm. So it's basically Sterling or Sane, and you know Sterling's got twenty odd league goals this season, yeah. and um, he's not going to get dropped anytime soon. Um, which is harsh, really. But yeah. I don't know what it is. Like as you say, Sane just burst past players like they're not there. Well, Sterling's got to tap in on the far post every week. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange. Uh, the the game was probably, apart from the the title celebrations, everything was probably most noticeable for thirty eight year old Bruno making his last appearance for Brighton. He might be older, actually. I'm sure someone no, told me he's older. Um, well, I I think I heard thirty eight today, but mm-hmm. he's old. Put it that way. Like, I'll say that I'm thirty eight. Yeah, but you're not a professional footballer, Chris. Oh, I suppose there is that. He's in better shape as well. Ah, uh, but he, he's one of these who like no no screens after eight thirty at night. That kind. <laughs> yeah. That's what he puts down his longevity to, like basically, you know, not having a life for twenty years. So. Yeah, it was nice oh. that nice that the you know the referee didn't rush him off the pitch. He went basically went around and said goodbye to everybody on the pitch, uh, Man City players included. That was uh, a good testimonial, like at the end, wasn't it? With, yeah, basically. With, with company and uh, Kyle Walker, for some reason, <laughs> it's really strange, wasn't it? Uh, they also uh, he's, apparently he's also announced that he's going to stay in Brighton. He's not going back to Spain. He, he's him and his family are going to stay in Brighton because he likes it so much. I mean, that's kind of stupid. He had the choice of Brighton or Spain. I know, yeah. There, there is, there is. They, they do adore him down there. When I was in Brighton for work uh, about a year ago, they've got. Um, He's, there's pictures of him all over the town. Ta- oh, I don't, I don't think it's a city, um, but all over, all over the town, there's there's pictures of him. Like there's one building that's got, I think, Sky Show it every so often in their trailers. But there's um like a a, a calf, I think it is or something, where it's like it's got like a, a ten twenty foot fucking picture of Bruno with El Capitan written <laughs> on it and everything. Like they they, well, they absolutely adore him down there. Well, fair play. I mean, he's been through a lot with them, hasn't he? He's gone from. He must have joined them when they were in the championship, and obviously he's come. Yeah, up he's and been there seven years. Established them as a Premier League club, so he'll be missed. But I guess his, his kids look like they're in an age where they're probably at school and settled. So it'll be a shame to, to shift them if they're, yeah, if they're happy yeah. enough living there. So That's no it. fair play. He's had quite the career. I wonder if they'll do the same when Glenn Murray finally hangs up his boots. He'll never hang up his boots. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so he scored again today. Uh, so that's it. That's another season for him. Uh, um, we entered him. Vincent Company scored that wonder goal in mid uh, in the week uh, to basically bag the title. Really, um, he went off towards the end of this game. Did it look like he was saying goodbye? I know they've got the FA Cup final next weekend to play. I don't know why else they'd sub him. Um, they asked him afterwards, and he was just like, "No, no, there's no reason." I'm like, they must have subbed him for a reason. Like, it seems an odd thing to do otherwise. Yeah, because th- there's been talk. He's out. I believe he's out of contract, but there's yeah, been talk yeah. of him getting another contract. Um, but then, because he, he doesn't play very often, does he? Like at one point, he was you know he couldn't play two games a week. But I believe he's played their last four games in a row now, and, and had no issues. Not he scores an absolute worldie mm. uh, on Monday night. So I mean, if you keep him fit, he still looks like it's going to be pretty useful. Mm. And there's, um, there's, there's a lot of talk that he's quite good with the younger players as well. You know, so you keep him just to help, like you like Sir John Stones and your Laportes oh, and that at the club, really, wouldn't you? I mean, he's he seems quite brilliant in the community as well. So mm-hmm. I'm doing some more work this week with, uh, I think it was the homeless or something. I can't remember exactly what he was doing, but he just gets it, doesn't he? Like he's he's always the one where people say, oh, you know, all footballers these days are, are ignorant, except, and it's always his name who comes up. Like he's. Uh, he is that club in many ways. Yeah. Um, he's quite intelligent then, as well, isn't he? He's not, he's, 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 was it him who's got a law degree or something? Could be. 
I, can't, I remember hearing something about him outside of outside of, and he said outside of work, outside of <laughs> football that that would surprise you. I can't remember if it's him who's got a law degree or something. That's it is. Yeah, there you go. Vincent Company yeah. solicitor. Solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, if I, if I was Man City, you'd keep, you'd keep him around one way or another, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, definitely. So, uh, so Man City finish on 98 points, less than they finished on last season. Uh, but I think it, it, they've, they've got like 190, no, more than that, isn't it? They got 100 and some points last season. So they've got, got, yeah. Yeah, so they've got 198 points in two seasons. It's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? It is. You know, and Sergio Aguero uh, just missed out on sharing the golden boot with everybody else in the Premier League, uh, as that was a, a three-way tie. Interesting, all three African players... Oh, yeah. Who led the Golden Boot this season? Which was uh, well, I mean, the African Nations Cup must be rubbing its hands together. <laughs> it's a potential uh, <laughs> yeah. advertising spree it's going to get out of that. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah, um, Sergio Aguero was their top scorer on twenty-one Premier League goals, just finishing one goal short. Um, still underrated, do we reckon? Aguero. Yeah. I mean, what's that? Five consecutive seasons with over twenty goals. Like, Basically, I, th- I think they're taken for granted. To be honest, it, it's it's ridiculous, isn't it? How good he is, and and all I've heard like this afternoon is about you know Salah and Mane, and that lot, uh, and obviously Aubameyang doesn't get that much of a mention because he's playing for a team that fit, narrowly finished fifth, but you know Aguero's playing in a team that's won the title twice. He's scored goals that have helped them win the title, and he never just never seems to get a look in. Well, he seems to have seen off Jesus, doesn't he? As like. Obviously, the sign Jesus. He was going to come in and. I wonder what you were saying then when you said he'd ah, seen off Jesus. Yeah, he's he's like, hang on, what? He's <laughs> the new god. Um, no, um, I think the, by the sound of things, they're going to sell Gabriel Jesus. By, by what the papers are saying, the last couple of weeks, I think mm. he's he wants to play, um, which you can kind of understand. Like, oh, I yeah, don't definitely. really, I don't really know how good he is because he he never plays for more than one or two games at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously shown in, in in flashes that he's very very good, but. Never as good as Aguero, yeah. Um, but he's also a lot younger, so it's hard to keep. It's the same thing Spurs have got really with Harry Kane, where anyone who plays second fiddle to Kane has got to be happy playing ten or ten minutes or less a week, or even a month in some cases if you're if you're Levante, So yeah. Okay, so on to Liverpool now. Then, so their bid for the first Premier League title in 29 years uh, didn't go to plan, despite a record-breaking season. They finished the uh, season on 97 points, an amount that would have won the league in every Premier League season, apart from this one and the last one. Um, if you're a Liverpool fan, it, it's hard to be disappointed with that, really, isn't it? I mean, it's an awful situation to be in, really, where you might never get as many points again. Mm-hmm. Um, not many teams do really get that many, but at least they've got the Champions League final. Uh, it's not bad as far as, far as consolation prizes go, is it? So. That's it. You know they've uh, they've lost one game all season. Uh, they finished twenty five points clear of third place, um, and and one. Uh, so the main thing that everyone's going to remember is they were one point off the title. But I've seen some Liverpool um, fans, you know, uh, lamenting points that they dropped earlier in the season and stuff because they they were seven points clear at one point, weren't they? Yes, after it must have been after we beat City and then Liverpool had Leicester, which they didn't win. I was interested actually to hear uh, Pepper, I think it was in his interview today, saying after they lost to Newcastle, they thought they were down and out, and then the next day Liverpool didn't beat Leicester, and that kind of mm-hmm. made them realise that it was still still catchable. Um, so C- City won like eighteen of their last nineteen games. 
Yeah, I think phenomenally I'd, really though, isn't it? I think I boldly predicted to Ali that there's no way City would win all their remaining games <laughs> <laughs> about, about three months ago, and here we are. <laughs> so it's incredible, but yeah, I, 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 if I was a Liverpool fan, yes, it would be, yes, it'd be disappointing to have not won the league and whatever, but it's not like the slip season where a mistake has cost them the league or anything like that. It, they've basically just been unlucky to to be to have this season when this Man City team, who are quite arguably one of the best Premier League sides we've ever seen, uh, you know, they're the first side to win back-to-back Premier League titles in 10 years. And it just happens that they're around. It's like, it's, you know, I can't, oh, I was going to think of a, a boxing. It's like, it'd be like being a heavyweight boxer when Muhammad Ali was around, mm. basically. You know, he's the greatest and, you know, you could be the second greatest and no one's going to remember who you are. But I think this Liverpool team will be remembered. Uh, and Klopp has come out and said this is just stage one. He's expecting a lot more from them. Uh, and he has shown in the last year or so, he's identified where areas where they could improve. Uh, and, you know, they've changed the goalkeeper and the defence because that was their weak point. I'd probably argue their defence is still a little weak um, in places. So if they can sort that out, you know, they've got no problem scoring goals. They've got two of the Premier League golden boot winners in their side. Yeah, it's got a lot to be positive about. And mm-hmm. the thing is, as well, a lot of their squad is still relatively young in, in footballing terms. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why that team can't be together for another five years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, as, as you say, some added improvements. You've got Oxley Chamberlain should be back in the mix next season. Yeah. I know he came on a bit the last, the last couple of weeks, but he's never going to be firing all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had him back in the mix. Um, I guess the weakest point is probably defensively at right back but also that same right back contributed what 15 16 assists so yeah it's, had a great it's, season. it's, it's not a bad trade-off is it mm-hmm. so they just find some more goals from midfield which seems to be should hopefully be Naby Keita I think if he's uh if he's settled a bit more now yeah um plus as you say the bounce spend yeah you you, you've got to at this point though I mean you, you can't just say right we've come this close we've got the side We've got to push on because I don't think they're going to lose many players. I think I think they're going to lose like I think Sturridge, Milner, p- potentially Henderson or something like that. Unless Henderson wants to play, you know, just stick around and pl- be a backup or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they just have to improve in 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 some areas. I say I think uh, I think Ali was on the show a few weeks ago and he was just talking about if they get a right-sided centre back, so they don't have to play Lovren or Matip every week. Yeah, I mean Matip I think's been very good actually um, the last few months, but. Before he got in the team, I actually thought he was a bit of a donkey, but uh, he seems to have turned himself around. But that's probably the, the main areas they need to improve. But um, how do you improve on 97 points? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's it's, it. It, it, it's, it. They just can't make sure their heads don't drop, haven't they? You know, some players would be well. We've had our chance. That's it. Well, hopefully they win the Champions League final. Um, obviously, no. Hopefully, Dave, you, they you, will. You, they you, will you, win the Champions League final. You can't have Tottenham winning that. <laughs> oh, I'll have to go and live in Baku. <laughs> God, it'd be horrible. Um, Allison also got the Golden Glove this season for twenty-one clean sheets in his first season in the Premier League. It's pretty good um, for a goalkeeper. I haven't been overly impressed with. He had a good season. No, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, he hadn't made that many saves, but uh, I thought he was very good in the Barcelona game the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, he made five or six reasonable stops. Um, he just hasn't really been tested that much at Premier League level. In a lot of their home games, it's been a bit of a canter, hasn't it? Um, and then he's thrown a couple in here and there, which mm-hmm. hasn't actually cost many points, but 
I guess that's just how it, how it goes for goalkeepers. Sometimes you make a mistake and everyone else bails you out. Whereas when you looked out and you David De Gea, you're playing behind eleven idiots. So uh, <laughs> every mistake you make is very costly. Yeah, uh, Champions League final is on June the f- is it on June the first? I heard. Yeah, it's a Saturday. It's quite a way away, isn't it? I was I was surprised to see the Europa League finals on like May the twenty ninth. Yeah, it's something. on a like Wednesday. Just, yeah, like it's I'm a sure they I'm sure they've had them on a Saturday before. Um, but I'm guessing it's probably because other European leagues haven't finished yet, have they? I say we've all finished now, bar the uh, FA Cup final next weekend. But I think Spain have got a couple of games to go as well. Um, yes, that's probably it. To be honest, um, I don't know why the Premier League's finished so soon, given given we crammed so many games in around uh, around December and things. But uh, I guess with the FA Cup final plus the playoff finals, um, that means Wembley's got to be free for a couple of Saturdays in a row. Mm-hmm. So it all it all adds up I suppose. But Yeah. So it gives me time to buy my Liverpool shirt anyway. <laughs> uh so uh Wolves might as well talk about Wolves while they're here. Uh they finished seventh in the league. If uh should uh I think it should Man City win the the FA Cup, they get into Europe. Yes, that's right, yeah. I believe it is, yeah. And should Watford win the FA Cup, I think as we discussed last week, Manchester United season will start on the 25th of July, which will be quite painful for them. Uh, yeah, good season for Wolves, finishing seventh in their first Premier League season. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Um, they were very good today, actually, against Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. I saw Jimenez had a go. Yeah, hit the bar through Doherty and had a couple of half chances, but generally do what they always do against the big sides, seemingly, and that's play very well, um, mm. which is not a bad habit to get into. Just shame for them that they lost to Huddersfield twice. Yeah. Um, then there would have been, you know, 63 points. Yeah. Would have been very close to, to Man United, but they've had a tremendous season. When you think Burnley came seventh last season, Wolves are streets and streets ahead of that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. It's hope they can build. There's, there's already talk about uh, players that they're interested in signing from some of the bigger clubs in Europe already. So hopefully they can build on that. Yeah, and not be like a you know an Ipswich or a, a Burnley who just go back to well Ipswich went down the next season, didn't they? And then uh, yeah, and Burnley just battling relegation. Basically. Well, unless, unless something dramatic happens, I don't think Wolves are going anywhere anytime soon. They've got too many good players in that squad to uh, to be. Anywhere in the bottom half of the table next season. Well, talking of the bottom of the table, we'll go to Fulham then, who uh, finished second behind Wolves last season uh, and have had a very contrasting season. Uh, They lost their final game in the Premier League at home to your mighty Newcastle United. A 4-0 away win, Dave. What's going on? Four, I know. (laughs) Um, I mean, Fulham are not good defensively. (laughs) uh, Scott Parker actually seemed to have them organised a bit recently, but... uh, now he's permanent of all. I was going to say he's got, he's got the job full time now. I think so it's, no, all, it's all downhill from there. Exactly, it's the old Solskjaer effect where when you when you're a caretaker, happy days. When uh, when you're permanent, uh, we're off. We're off. Um, no, we were, we were just at from the sounds of it. Um, huh. um, not sure he'll be there next season, but sure what he can do today. Um, Perez continues his good form with a bit of a portrait goal. Um, Fabian Scher, who's great value for. Three and a half mil, whatever it was, appeared from. Uh, he scored, and then uh, Rondon got his goal, which he'd been chasing all afternoon. Um, really hope it's not a farewell goal for Rondon. He's been absolutely brilliant. Obviously, kind of depends on what happens with West Brom, whether they come up or not. Um, I'm still hopeful we'll just do the sensible thing and give them Dwight Gale, and we can have Rondon. Um, 
I, I don't know what will happen though. I mean, no one really does. Um, obviously, everyone wants Benitez to stay, but he hasn't committed yet. He apparently has more talk next week, but it's just ludicrous that it's got to this point, really. Yeah. That it's he's got a matter of weeks left on his contract and it still hasn't been sorted out. Do you think you can keep if if he if he goes? What do you think happened to the squad? Because there's there's been talk this week that Arsenal are looking at Perez, and I know that he's been linked with clubs before, and nothing's ever come of it. If Benitez goes, um, I think obviously Rondon won't stay because any new manager will come in and they'll be playing by the rules, which is young players only and um, players who you can build up and then sell on for a higher price. Uh, Perez would go immediately for that very reason, in that his value is probably never going to be higher than it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure he can get any any better than he has done these last few months. Like this has been the best football he's played probably his entire career. Um, there's a lot of players like Diarmé is out of contract. Um, Shelby is kind of on the cusp. Um, Matt Ritchie apparently wants to go back further south because his family are settled there or were settled there or something I don't really know but um, so there might be a bit of a turnover in, in players who were, were beneath as his favourites but didn't necessarily fit the blueprint of what uh, what Mike actually wants in a football club I say the worry is that whoever comes in next will be more of a Pardew type than a Benitez type and that is that they'll come in they'll be told what to do and they'll do it because the, you know they're never going to be a club like us ever again so they'll just tour the, tour the party line and uh, and do things that way. Now, that would obviously be the worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you think he'll stay? Uh, yes, I do. But I don't know why I think that. It's just, it's just a hunch that he'll stay. Okay. Um, I really hope he does. But he's working with idiots. So. <laughs> I was going to say, because the, the, I think the one thing is at the moment, there's not much else out there at, at this precise moment. Because... Obviously, Rafa is a manager who has has had big jobs in the past, and um, whatever. And it, it's fair to say, without it, this being like disrespectful or anything, when he went to Newcastle, it was a big surprise. Yeah. Um, but there's no. So yeah, he's done a great job at Newcastle. But there's, you'd expect big clubs who were managerless or whatever uh, hovering around him because they think he'd be an easy get. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think the only big job in Europe it's not even a really a big job at the moment but look, I think Roma are going to be looking for a manager at the end of the season but there's talk that um, Conte's going there and stuff like that so I think it's good in a way that he hasn't got many options right now if you know what I mean so that might yeah. help help no, with it all that's exactly it I think there's been a lot of rumours he make go back to Valencia um, obviously won a couple of La Ligas I think uh, mm. when he was there the first time round so would he want to go back there and potentially tarnish his legacy Um or you know, do it all again. I guess it's boom or bust. But all the talk is that he is that his family is settled in England. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of Premier League jobs, he's been linked with West Ham every year since since he's left Liverpool, pretty much. Um, he apparently very nearly went there before he got the Real Madrid job. Okay. Um, but obviously they've got Pellegrini now, and I don't think he's going anywhere because they've, mm-hmm. they've more than had a good season. Really, they've, they've really settled well. Um, so yeah, I think you're right. I don't think there's anywhere else would have him um, right now. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. Certainly not in England. I don't think any of the any of the top clubs would be looking for him right now. Um, and if he's not that keen to move, I mean, by all accounts, he wants to stay, but mm-hmm. he'll only stay if um, if he's given what he wants, or 
maybe a compromise on what he wants. I was going to say, because he has embedded himself in the community, as we have seen uh, quite a few videos where he's been out, you know, meeting fans of, of like, older fans that I think like, I saw when we went to some retirement home and we sat talking to some old boys. Uh, I've seen him out with, like, the, with, like, the youth and stuff like that, you know, so he's, he's integrated yeah. himself into the community, so that's usually a really good sign. Oh, yeah, I see. He loves it, and he loves it, and, like, it's even speaking like the local journalists and that up here, they, they love dealing with him because... Mm-hmm. He gives them the time of day, and it's you know you've got 20 minutes. He'll talk to you, and he'll give you insights into football you never even dream about. But um, he just lives and breathes football, which as is the city, so it's a, it's a perfect match. Um, but as I said, if he goes, all better off. Um, I can't imagine his replacement even being half as good. Um, and the squad of players we've got is reasonable, but he makes them better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's some there who would be nowhere near as good and a different manager. But of course, it, as you said earlier, it was a surprise when we got Benitez. It might be a surprise if we get someone else in. You just don't know. That's it. I'm sure Joe Barton will be uh, keeping an eye <laughs> on the newspapers. Uh, on to Arsenal then. Uh, so uh, Arsenal, final day of the season. Now I was a bit worried about this one because there was a chance that Arsenal could have finished sixth in the league uh, today. And obviously we don't want to be starting our season in July because we've got the Emirates Cup to win. Um, <laughs> uh, so the squad that um, Emery put out against Burnley, away to Burnley as well, not an easy place to go by any measure, Um was a bit uninspiring, you know. I think Mikatarian was in the lineup playing up front. Uh, Joe Willock got a start, uh, and obviously Mustafi started. Um, <coughs> but yeah, uh, Arsenal came away three-one winners uh, against Burnley. Uh, Burnley gave it a good go. Um, what's his name? I've forgotten his name now. Uh, oh. Ashley Barnes was at maximum shithouse levels as always. Uh, Surprising get sent off, although I only had half an hour in this game because I was watching the Man City. Uh, but Aubameyang started because he was desperate to win the Golden Boot. It's all he's been talking about in interviews for the last week <laughs> is that he wanted the Golden Boot. So he 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 started the game and uh, managed to score two goals. And like I've never seen a man want a hat trick so badly. Uh, like he was hitting everything. Was he really? Yeah, absolutely everything. Like, I think if we'd have got a penalty or something, he'd have been throwing people out the way to take it. <laughs> Although I think he's the designated penalty spot taker anyway. But, like, Lacazette didn't get a sniff. Like, didn't come on. Well, I don't think he had, was ever... I think if, if his number had come up on the board, Aubameyang would have just pushed him back onto the bench. Um, he he was absolutely desperate for it. Yeah, he got two goals. Um, so we won 3-1. Uh, Eddie Nikita if that's how you say it, he scored his first Premier League goal in the 94th minute, which was actually the last Premier League goal scored this season as well. Um, Burnley, it was just a typical Burnley performance, I suppose. Ashley Barnes causing a lot of trouble, getting in everyone's faces. Um, what, I've just looked at the game now. What did Tom Heaton get booked for? Like They, they got five yellows. Did they just kick the shit out of you? Like, I don't, no, not really. There was just there was some to-in and throwing in the area here and there. I don't remember seeing Heaton get booked. Let's have a look if it tells me. No. Um, somebody pushed Lauren Koscielny over the advertising hoardings. I remember that. I mean, that could, that could actually kill a man. Yeah. Especially someone someone as, as flimsy as Koscielny. Like, so. Yeah, because Koscielny wasn't even supposed to play. Uh, Maverin, Mavrapanas started, uh, oh, yes. but went off injured. Um, he, 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 he doesn't have a great end of season. I think he got sent off at the end of last season. He did, yeah. yeah. At, uh, at Leicester. Yeah, I think, it was I think it, yeah. We got battered and he got sent off. But yeah, he came on. Um, and yeah, Kishani got shoved across the advertising hoardings, which looked quite painful. Uh, but that definitely wasn't Heaton who did that. So, 
Uh, I don't know. But uh, I... he oh. got booked. He got booked in the third minute for a handball outside the box. What? Booked for yeah. handball outside? I did. I, I missed this. My stream was a bit iffy at the start. Uh, okay. I thought that was a red card. Handball outside the box. Stranger. Well, who knows? I mean. It's one, one to look for tonight, isn't it? A match of the day. Oh, but... yeah, I can't wait. Um, I also <laughs> didn't realise that Burnley, because they were in Europe last season, so we were talking about Man United and Arsenal uh, potentially having their season starting early. It was Burnley whose season started in July last season. Yeah, those precious memories of them playing Aberdeen. And <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. On the, those lovely summer nights after that, the World Cup had just was, finished. That was <laughs> when they played a different goalkeeper every week, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, they had three... Yeah. Like England, England national goalkeepers at one point. Mm-hmm. They probably still do, I assume. Yeah, Joe Hart's still there, I believe. Is Nick Pope, like, where is he? Like, I'm not, I think I'm he's been injured for the whole season. Oh, right. Well, that explains that then. But yeah, Burnley are a strange old club, aren't they? Like, the, how long can the shit house for? Like, yeah, and that's it. I was expecting to see Peter Crouch come on at some point. I'm pretty sure he didn't. I think I'd have he, noticed. He came on towards the end. Oh, yeah. did he? Okay, I did. Yeah. I, I didn't notice that at all. There's only you can miss a six foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I say the stream I was watching on wasn't the best. Uh, Aubameyang is only the second Premier League player to score thirty plus goals in all competitions this season. Uh, Sergio Aguero was the other, um, but yeah, and Eddie Nikita is the first teenager to score a Premier League goal for Arsenal since Alex Awobi in twenty sixteen. Alex well. Awobi was a teenager in twenty sixteen. I swear, I thought he was a slightly older than that. Obviously, he's the world's best five aside player. Um, <laughs> But we'll, we'll not talk about that. Uh, yeah, so Arsenal basically finished fifth in the league. There was oh, I can't believe people actually was talking about us finishing fourth this morning. Um, but we'd have needed like I think we needed us to win four four nil and Spurs to lose four nil. So when Everton, when, when Everton were two one up and you were two one up as well, you think, no, this, this is our chance. This is yeah, this is our chance. We're one hundred and twenty five to one to take fourth place. But I, to be fair, a Europa League final, first season for Emery and stuff like that, it's, it's not a bad season. Um, it could get a lot worse on June the first, unless the uh, mighty Liverpool do us all a favour. Uh, Burnley, incidentally, finished fifteenth, I believe. After their scrape with relegation, only six points off uh, the relegation places. Uh, I think Sean Dyche, if he stays six around, uh, could end up at Newcastle, Dave. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he'll be uh, he'll be looking to improve them next season, and I imagine he's out there already scaring for you know big bulky strikers. This is the mad thing. Like we we finished with forty five points, uh, which is one better than last season, where we finished tenth. And now we're thirteenth, and obviously Burnley are fifteenth after being seventh. So um, the league's a lot stronger this season. Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, on to I've gone to Man United then. Whilst I go down the league in order, so Manchester United had a bit of an upside down season. Uh, finished sixth in the end after, well, I'd say a calamitous reign with, with Jose Mourinho, uh, and then Solskjaer came in to obviously steady the wheel. But then I think their form since he came, since he got the job full time has been abysmal. So much so they lost two 0 at home to Cardiff on the last day of the season, and no one considers this a shock result. Pretty funny though, isn't it? Like, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, I mean, where to start with this? Like, at least he played a bit of a, a bit of a more youthful team, and like Greenwood got a chance, but mm-hmm. uh, they're just not very good and. We said at the time, right, Solskjaer, he, he knows Man United, but that's not a reason to give someone a job. Like, 
I know Newcastle, but I wouldn't want the job like because I'm not good enough. Um, there was no evidence whatsoever to suggest he was going to be a good manager. And he had a bit of a good run when he first went in there because Mourinho was gone and everyone was happy and, you know, great times. But they were bad when, you know, Huddersfield and whoever else they beat. Then they gave him the job full time and they've just all switched off again. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious that they've given contracts to Jones and Small and Ashley Young. Yeah, and... how has Ashley Young got a new contract? I have no idea. Like, his agent deserves everything going. Like, he he is a hero to the young household. <laughs> How has he managed that? I have no idea. Um, and yes, he's managed to get rid of Tony Valencia, I think. Yeah, yeah um, he, deci- he, he decided he was leaving, didn't he? And Ander Herrera's decided he's going as well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Herrera's okay, but not irreplaceable. But you'd probably rather have him than, say, a Matic, who's, what, 32 and... His legs went at Chelsea. Yeah, basically. So his, leg, his legs are still at Stamford Bridge, I think. Yeah. So, it's a hell of a job they've got. Um, I don't know who they're going to be able to track without, without Champions League football. Um, they need to get rid of the likes of Sanchez off the wage bill, which, again, who's going to take him? Yeah, it's not had a good season, I say. Interesting enough, uh, Menendez Lang, who scored um, twice today, has scored more goals at Old Trafford this season than Sanchez. Yeah, I saw that floating around Twitter earlier on. You have to laugh, though, don't you? <laughs> it, to be fair, some of the stats that have come out, like they get from Man United, now ridiculous. So Man United only kept two home clean sheets this season, which is their, their fewest since the sixties. I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they finished thirty-two points behind the champions this season. Uh, the year they were relegated in nineteen seventy-three, seventy-four, they actually finished less points behind the champions then. So they're as close to Cardiff in the table as they are Man City. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, Cardiff had 11 shots on target in the first half. <laughs> in the not, first no, half? Sorry, not, not on oh. target. 11 shots, sorry, in Still. the first half. The the um, the most by an away team at Old Trafford this season. But this is the thing, though, even when Man United were winning, they were so lucky to beat, say, Watford at home, mm-hmm. who battered them. Spurs at home. Uh, Spurs away, sorry. Spurs battered them, really. Um... I just don't know how they're going to bridge that gap. I don't remember a decent Man United game that I've seen this season, apart from, sadly, the one against you guys when they came from behind to win. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fair play to Mourinho on that night because he left absolutely nothing behind. He Mm -hmm. just threw everything they had at us. No one found well that we'd crumble because... I think at that point in the season, not even sure we'd win a game by that point. Yeah, but that was that was the only decent performance because obviously Man United, no matter where they're on the table, they're always they're always on telly and stuff like that. But that's the only decent performance I've seen from this season, and they've just been they've been it's like when we we played them. I think I think we were the first team to beat them under Tolshkar because it was he'd just been made permanent manager the week we played them. Oh yes, yeah. And when we played them, they weren't great, and I don't think to be fair, we weren't great against them either. And we come away beating them, and then they've just been on this insane run ever since. Yeah, I think I saw they've won twice since they beat PSG away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the greatest European comeback of all time. But even that night, they got absolutely battered. Yeah, basically <laughs> they 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 scraped through then. Yeah. Um. I mean, what what's your thoughts on this? Like, are, are they going to be sixth forever now? Or I don't they... know because I'll be honest. 
as I said, when I saw the Arsenal team that got put out and saw that Man United were playing Cardiff, I was like, oh, great, we're going to finish sixth. I'm going to be cheering on Man City next weekend. I just did not expect... Like we've seen a lot of Cardiff, and they haven't been great. They they they've had the odd good result earlier on in the season, and I think they were okay last weekend. I think they played all right, but then still went down. Um, but I, I expected Man United to roll them over. Now it was well known that um, Solskjaer was going to bring a lot of the young lads in because he's been wanting to play Mason Greenwood for a couple of weeks apparently, but yeah. he's he's had, he's had injuries. Uh, he's he's interesting that he's the uh, the youngest player to start a Premier League game for Man United, which is strange when you you know they've bought through like Sanchez, uh, not Sanchez, fucking hell, um, Rashford and and Rooney have played like for the club quite young. I'm surprised considering he's like he's almost 18, isn't he? He's not far off 18, so t- for him to be the youngest starter. I was surprised that, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I was really surprised. You know, I thought Herrera would play in his last game at home. You don't expect Man United to lose at home to anybody, really, no matter how bad they have been, and especially not a fucking Neil Warnock's Cardiff City. That's it, to lose to an already relegated team at home. Mm. So I think we said it the other week when they played Huddersfield that yeah. none, of, none of the top six had dropped points to a relegated team this season, and then Man United have lost to Huddersfield and, and Cardiff in the last few weeks. It's incredible. Like, they've uh, absolutely fallen off a cliff. What do you think happens with Pogba now? Do you think he's going to go? His agent's just been suspended, hasn't he? Till the day yeah. after the transfer window closes. That, but... that, that won't stop him, though, surely. So, I don't know. You know, he could stay and become a hero. You know, he could he could turn that club around and be, and become their Steven Gerrard or something. But I think he. I... It's a dumpster fire, isn't it? If you're any player. If I'm actually young, I'm looking at that club and thinking, fucking hell, I want out of this shit. <laughs> um, I, I, I really don't know what happens. No, I don't. Um, I would bet that Solskjaer is not the manager by the end of next season. Yeah, I think that... Yeah, because it looks to me like he's looking at youth and stuff because apparently the, the talk is that Greenwood is rated higher than Rashford at the club. Oh yeah. So if a bid comes in for Rashford and they sell him, I know Man United fans haven't been on have been on his back in the last couple of weeks on, on social media and that lot. But if if he makes that bold move and doesn't and doesn't beef that team up and say they're going to struggle to bring in players, I think they've struggled to bring in players the last couple of seasons anyway. You know, Mourinho wanted all these big defenders last year and never bought them in, and whatever. Mm. Well, wasn't the crack with Rashford that until Van Gaal gave him that chance, ironically against Arsenal. He was pretty much set to be released in the summer that year because he was, was he not like a winger or something who they just yeah, didn't think would ever make it? It was or? very similar to the Harry Kane situation at Spurs, wasn't it? He was almost out of the club and then Tim Sherwood yeah. threw him in yeah. and then he, he hit the ground when he never stopped. But Rashford, there's been there's been all this talk about him being you know a bad influence in the dressing room, he's got a bit too big for his boots and that's all well and good when you, you know, you're first and second in the league fighting for the title. But when you're finishing six and losing to relegated teams, Billy Bigabollocks ain't going to cut it. <laughs> no, but you look at how good he was when Solskjaer took over and they played him as a striker. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they need to do. Um, yeah, the same uh, with Martial as well. I mean, he's hardly featured at all, has he? No, that he's just got. He, he had a great run of form, scored in every game he played, yeah. and then it's just completely disappeared. Yeah, but I mean, he's young enough to to hopefully they'd want to try and. You know, no one's to build a team around him, but keep him in the first team. Um, but if his attitude is not right, then I guess mm-hmm. he'll go. But uh, that's the problem. Like, th- there's no one there who you'd say, "Well, let's build a team around him." Yeah. Well, P- Pogba on his day, but does he? Yeah. St- does, does he stay? But it also looks as well 
like they're talking about players leaving and stuff like that. So there's talk that Eric Boye will be allowed to leave and Arsenal are favourites to sign him. <laughs> now don't get me wrong, Eric Boye Eric Boye is probably the best of their centre backs. Yes. Out, out of all of them. He, he he's pretty good. I'd have I'd have him at the at the Emirates, you know, he can't be any worse than what we've already got. There's uh, only there's only Lendloff who's anywhere near him, really. Yeah. A couple of years ago, that trade wouldn't happen. So I could I could understand if Mourinho had been there and he wanted to get rid of Boye, he wouldn't be selling him to Arsenal, who finished like a couple of points in front of them in the league. So yes, it sounds like they want to clear out their dead wood, but are they in the set? But then do they also want to make their rivals stronger? <laughs> no, I mean that's never a good idea, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I imagine that you know the likes of Tottenham might be sniffing around some of the players. Perhaps, I, I, to be fair, I'm not sure who actually. When they went, I don't know why I said that. Because Ra- <laughs> Rashford's going to go to talks like looks like Rashford might be going to Barcelona. Although I heard weirdly this week that Jan, uh, Juan Mata's going to Barcelona. Is this, is this to keep wow. Kevin Prince Boateng, you know, company on the training field or something? I, d- I don't understand it. They make some odd moves, they don't. They? Yeah. Like, does he does he count as homegrown? Is that is that a thing? Potentially, I suppose. Yeah, but you know. Matter can't get in the Man United team, and then Barca are signing him up. I, I despair, but I mean, no one in that Man United team should be getting a move to a better club. Mm. I think but, a lot. I think a lot of the promoted teams might be sniffing around some of the players. Um, it's, it's weird, just doing it. Like, can't imagine Norwich play, paying uh, Matteo Adami on ninety grand a week. <laughs> can't they might get Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> Well, apparently, it's gonna be... apparently, Man United are offering to play half his wages, aren't they? It's still like what two hundred grand. Oh yeah, it's still it's supposed to be, yeah, it's one hundred seventy five <laughs> grand a week apparently. But I oh, know yeah, two hundred fifty. He's on he's on half a mil a week, isn't he? Oof. But yeah, there's, there's there's talk that if if they sell Sanchez in the summer, they'll take um they'll take quite a cheap fee for him and subsidise his wages for for a season or two. Like that's madness. This it's, it's this is Man United, no matter how much we hate them. This is Man United we're talking about. Like we've seen them struggle. We've seen them finish outside the top four in the last couple of seasons, anyway. But like they have, as you said, they completely fell off a cliff this season. And I think it, yeah, I think it could be a couple of seasons before we see them challenge for anything. Mm, well, great, it's be, great, isn't it? It's gonna be a good summer, though. I think for uh, seeing them try and shift players, and be, who, yeah. who they can bring in. It'll be a busy one for sure. Yeah. Uh, on to well, we've just mentioned Tottenham, so we well, we might as well go on to them. So their final home game of the season, or, 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 which I think works out to be their fifth home game of the season, um, <laughs> they drew two all with Everton. Uh, Theo Walcott doing his best um, for his North London brethren, uh, but only to be uh, outdone by a Christian Eriksen late free kick after Czech Tonson had actually scored. Yeah, stop the clocks. So was... <laughs> oh yeah, um, I say I think Eric D- Eric Dyer put uh, Spurs up uh, quite early, uh, and then Everton scored like two in about three minutes. I wouldn't I thought Dyer would have been? Oh no, he didn't get sent off, did he? He was the one. No, he, he was the he one just, player who didn't. He got took off at half time. He just, he just should have been sent off. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I was thinking should he should he was suspended for this one, but no, he wasn't. I, I was laughing when uh, when Walcott equalised for Tottenham, and there was um, a journalist who said, "Oh, Walcott equalises for uh, for Everton." Who else? <laughs> and obviously, like because he played for Arsenal, that's what he meant. But I, I, I literally thought like it, pretty much anybody else would have, <laughs> would, have, would have been my guess. Like he's not exactly prolific, is he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Everton's good run of form towards the end of the season. Uh, as 
you know, seeing them, they finished eighth in the end, and only three points off Wolves, which I think if we'd have gone back to the beginning of the season was pretty much unheard of, considering the terrible run they had uh, at one stage. Uh, I think they'll go on and build, and I think that like the likes of them and Wolves are, are teams that Man United should be really watching because they're going to be their rivals now, I suppose. It sounds like um, Andre Gomez is going to go to Tottenham. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Because he's only on loan at Everton. From yeah, Boston, yeah. So, so. No, I know he came back into the side today. Didn't have to suspension, but I think I saw thirty million quarters to fee, okay. um, which decent sign for Tottenham. In yeah, fairness, he's, but... He's, 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 but again, he's he's that midfielder that Spurs have got a lot of. You know, he's that. He, we didn't see this at the beginning. So when we we're talking about him earlier on in the season, he was that classy Barcelona midfielder that came in, but then yeah. he slowly become like this hard tackling. Um, thrown himself into tackles midfielder, I think you know. And Spurs have got a lot of those already, unless the likes of Wanyama and that lot are leaving. Well, I think Ericsson's going to go, isn't he? Because he's in the last year of his contract, and they won't pay him more than like a tuppence a week, whatever whatever Tottenham's wage cap is. Mm-hmm. So I think they seem to think he's going to be the one to to go. Um, but if they can afford 30 million for Gomez, surely we'll just make the money for Ericsson. Like, yes. Yeah. Well, it depends where Ericsson goes as well. If he goes to, they could, if Barcelona were interested, they could use, um, Gomez as a make weight, I suppose, couldn't they? Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But I know Real Madrid were looking at him, but I don't know. He, he, he kind of went off the boil, didn't he? He had that, he had that good run of form in the middle of the season when there was talk of all these clubs looking at him. And then he scored a few goals from, from set pieces since, but hasn't really set the, set the Premier League on fire since then. Uh, it's, it's, he's got no position, has he? Like it's um, He used to play behind Kane, and mm-hmm. then Tottenham changed. Well, everyone changed their formation from 4-2-3-1, didn't they? Yeah. And that kind of meant he played centre-mid almost, sometimes to the left. Like it's, Yeah, because they make space for Ali, don't they, further forward? Yeah, exactly. So like it's, he's kind of lost a bit, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and as you say, they seem to prefer having Ali in his preferred position, yeah. which is which is coming to cost to Ericsson and there's the likes of Son and Moura and Lamella, whoever else to consider. So let's not talk about Lucas Moura. No, no, ever again. <laughs> I was sick. I, oh, I don't talk about it. Uh, if you're a Spurs fan, though, obviously you wouldn't be talking to me now. But if you're a Spurs fan now, who who would you take, Ericsson or Ali, in their in their um, favoured position? I mean, I'm, I much prefer Ericsson as a player, but mm. Ali's younger and um, is you know he could get better. Whereas Ericsson's probably peaked, I would imagine. Because I find Dele the most frustrating player in the world. Like he's obviously got all this talent, but then he just he doesn't seem to do anything. <laughs> he's not had the best season. Um, but, he's had a few injuries along the way, which hasn't helped him. Mm, but uh, yeah, I, I will say a... one thing: his attitude's definitely improved. Like in that game against Ajax in the week. It was clear that the Ajax players were trying to antagonise him. Yeah, well, so he used to be petulant, didn't he? And he'd mm-hmm. give, he was the one to give the little kick out and things. But um, he, uh, I think he's another one who kind of suffered from having the World Cup last summer, mm-hmm. and it took him a little while to get going. And he had a lot of injuries, and you know, a bit like De Bruyne, really, where he's been in and out with injuries and whatever else has happened. Mm-hmm. But he's only, he's still only what twenty three. Yeah, he's, quite, he's still quite young, isn't he? Yeah, so he'll be absolutely fine. Um, and he's another one who looks a lot better when Harry Kane's playing. Yeah, definitely. Pochettino, will he be there next season? Oh, 100%, yeah. Because there's been he gave some interview, didn't he, out in the last couple of days, where he 
threw me he threw he threw doubt upon it. I haven't seen exactly what he said, but apparently he it was like he wanted some kind of assurances or something about certain things before he he commit. So obviously the newspapers were like, oh, he might not be there. Um, the only place he would go would have been Man United, mm-hmm. which obviously that seat's been filled, and Real Madrid, and that seat's been filled. So, um, quite why Zinedine Zidane quit for like six months, I have no idea. Why? Would we ever get the bottom of that? Why he left only to go back like well, a few months? Later? There was a lot of people saying that he could see that Real Madrid were about to fall, mm-hmm. and that he wanted he didn't want to be in charge when it happened. So obviously he can go. He, he can go away. They can fall on their arse dramatically as they did, and then obviously he can then come back in and be like, "Well, I can save you." I'm, I'm not saying that he planned to come back in and save them, but I think he saw the downfall coming and just wanted nothing to do. He thought, "Right, I'm not. I haven't got the investment I need to. I, I can't build this team back up uh, and what have you." And then, uh, can, and then obviously when he got the opportunity to come back in, obviously. It's a free hit then, isn't it, when the club are in such a, a bad position? Yeah, I suppose they probably made his point as well, where he said, look, I told you this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, about, that, that, so how true that is, I, I don't know. Well, who knows? Sorry to go off-piece there. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's good. As I said, it's not, I'm sorry, we haven't seen any of the highlights for most of these games. So there's not much else to talk about, really. Is there? Um, Everton, uh, I say, they've improved dramatically in the last few weeks. Uh, I think if the season had been a couple of weeks longer, they could have been putting some pressure on, like sixth and seventh position, maybe. Um, I know. How much do you think they regret losing at Fulham? Relegated Fulham? Yeah. Like, if they'd won that, they'd have been seventh. Yeah. And looking at Europa League next season. Mm-hmm. But... So that's, yeah. that's their one black mark in the last few weeks, isn't it? Yeah. yeah been they, they beat us, then lost to Fulham. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, do you think they can hit the ground running next season? Because that seems to be the thing, doesn't it? Everton, they tend to finish quite strong some seasons, but then they start badly. Well, they didn't. The problem is, I mean, last season, they signed Richarlison and he started like a house on fire and he got sent off mm-hmm. uh, at, I want to say, Bournemouth quite early on in the season. And that kind of derailed them a bit, as you say, and then they were just scratching around for a few months, as they tend to do. They've got so many young players who are on the cusp of being very good. Obviously, yeah, Luckman and got an assist today, but Calvert-Lewin has been good in recent weeks. Um, obviously, we've talked about Dino and Gomez from Barcelona. Obviously, one of them's staying, one of them's going. Um, Michael Keane's not that old, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bernard, I think, has been very good as well. Yeah, when um, he's played, yeah. Yeah. So they've got the cusp of a good team there, but they're desperate for a striker. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely desperate for for a centre forward. Cenk Torsen looked great under Sam Allardyce and can't hit a well. He's only scored today, but barely hit a cow's ass since uh, Silver took over. So if they can find a striker, hopefully not Rondon, hopefully anyone else, <laughs> um, they could be excellent next season. Do you think Richarlison stays? There's, there's talk of uh, quite a few clubs looking at him at like seventy-five million. I mean. If he goes for that much, then you do take it because I don't think he's worth. He wasn't worth fifty million last mm-hmm. summer. He hasn't added twenty-five mil to his price tag. Um, you would definitely take it off if it came in. But yeah, uh, I think I would. So you mentioned Bernard, who's had a good season. He's been forced out of the team to accommodate Richarlison out wide on the left. So you've got they've got a natural replacement straight away. Yeah, that's the thing with Richarlison. He doesn't have a position. Um, mm-hmm. Tried him as a centre forward with some success. Start out on the left instead of Bernard, but again came in and out of the team. He's played down the right in recent weeks, where 
he's been all right. Him, Sigurdsson and Bernard behind Calvert-Lewin seems to have been quite a good formula for them, but mm-hmm. he's not a right winger in the traditional sense. Is he? he yeah. He'd rather be in the box. Um, so if they can solve that conundrum um, mm. and find a striker to go with him, then happy days. Yeah. Uh, Digne is on. He signed full time, didn't he? It was the other two on loan, wasn't it? Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, Mina, Yerry Mina came in on loan, and uh, Gomez. Uh, obviously, Gomez doesn't look like he'll be staying. Mina's played a handful. I think he played more games in the World Cup than he's played for everything <laughs> this season. Uh, they also lose Kurt Zuma, don't they? Who Chelsea have said well, they want him back. Uh, obviously, because they can't sign anybody, um, so it, it could it could there could be quite an overhaul. Uh, the interesting mm. thing with with Dino, like I saw earlier in the season when he came in, I thought he was one of the worst left backs I've ever seen. He he was awful when he first came into the side. Bearing in mind when he first came, he was injured and Cuco Martinez was playing at left back, who is <laughs> who is is the worst left back I've ever seen in the Premier League. Um, Probably fair, yeah. But um. But yeah, he's finished the season strong. Apparently, he was man of the match today. Was that? Um, he's another one who took a bit of time to adapt. Um, I think we sometimes forget that it's very different to playing in the Premier League than it is to playing in a lot of leagues. Um, Mina, on the other hand, as you say, if you, if they, if they haven't bought him, um, sent sent him back to Barcelona immediately because he's he's injury prone. He seemed to be a bit of a panic buy, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Zuma, they'll um, they'll miss him. Yeah, he, um, I really like Kurt Zuma. He's a, a quality player. I was kind of on the fence as to where his career was going. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got that big injury, of course, a few years ago, and obviously Chelsea's not the place to go to try and get game time. Uh, but he's been brilliant for Everton. Um, Which is weird, considering he had a terrible season for Stoke. <laughs> yeah, Maybe but Sto- Stoke, Stoke, Stoke will do that to you. <laughs> it's not a not a great place to be, is it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so there could be a bit of a shake up at Everton, but I say hopefully they'll do uh, do pretty well. Uh, FA Cup finalists Watford finished their Premier League season losing four one at home to West Ham United. Uh, unfortunately, Hollybass won't be playing in the FA Cup final next weekend. Although I probably could have told you that before the game started, uh, as he was sent off in the Premier League's last red card of the season. Uh, Mark Noble scored twice, one of them from open play. Yeah, I don't know what this is all about. He's had a bit of a bit of a, an about turn, hasn't he? I had him written off a few weeks ago, and now he's. Uh... I had him written off a couple of seasons ago, <laughs> let alone a couple of weeks ago. And now, now he's running games again. Um, I hate Mark Noble. <laughs> Antonio though got three assists today, I think. Uh, yeah, okay. I think a couple of them were like shots that were saved, and someone people scored the rebound, but still they all count. I say what, uh, but what's happened to Ben Foster? Ben Foster was like Mr. Reliable in the Premier League until a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm not sure any of these were his fault. I think there were a lot of them were like good saves where people scored the rebounds. Okay. I think from what I was reading, anyway, he said he was good, but I've not seen the goals. I can't really, can't really comment on it. But Herrelio uh, Gomez will play the the final next week. Really? Yeah, well, he's, uh, played all, he's played all the way through the cup, and uh, it's his last game for the club before uh, he goes off to be a preacher in Brazil. Also, it's like Peter Cech before he goes off to be a rock star. He'll play the Europa <laughs> League final. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um, I think everyone could see what West Ham win today. Mm-hmm. Um, a team playing a meaningless game before a cup final is never a good recipe. Is it? Like you, you can almost feel them pulling out the tackles before the game started. 
Except Holobas, who doesn't know the meaning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I say, uh, what's his face? Uh, Delefeo got uh, Watford's goal uh, for them. Uh, West Ham's goal scorers at Mark Noble. One of them was a penalty. Uh, not surprising there. Uh, Lanzini got one. Uh, I think, is that his first of the season because of his injury? Uh, let's say yes. Say, I don't know. I say Arnautovic, Arnautovic scored again in what hopefully is his last Premier League appearance for West Ham. It's got to be close, hasn't it? Unless he's like really, really sorry. <laughs> Until he rocks, yeah. rocks up at St James's Park. I wouldn't complain. To be but... fair, he he's a very Newcastle signing. He, he is under a different manager, but he won't. We won't tour the line that Benitez would want him to tour, mm-hmm. unfortunately, because he is a very good player. Yeah, it's it on his day. He is a very. He's, very he's just he's just an arsehole, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is Lanzini's first Premier League goal since the last day of last season. Well, bloody hell! That's what happens when you break. You broke his leg, didn't it? Was it? No, it wasn't his leg. It was his. It was his leg, cruciate. Uh... So you break your leg, you're back in a couple of weeks nowadays. Aren't you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, West Ham. Up and down season for them. Where did they finish? In? So they finished tenth in the end, which isn't too bad. It's about where you'd expect West Ham to finish, really, isn't it? Yeah, I was surprised to see them finish above Watford. Yeah, Watford finished eleventh. Who were they were what two weeks ago? We were talking about them finishing seventh. Yeah, but they got cup final fever, didn't they? So yeah. that's it. Do you think they'll win the cup final next weekend? Uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> there we go. But uh, it's always the same. It's like, oh, Troy Deeney's gonna gonna mess them up, and it's like company or Laporte or whoever it is is just fundamentally a good defender so they'll just deal with Troy Deeney and shithouse tactics and that'll be the end of that so. uh, the most fun to be had in the Premier League this weekend was uh, Crystal Palace uh, Crystal Palace won 5-3 at home weirdly if this had been at Bournemouth I'd have probably seen this one coming um, <laughs> but yeah an 8 game 8 goal thriller uh, Michi Batuayi got 2 goals uh Simpson with an own goal, Van Arnold and Andros Townsend. I'm guessing that was from outside the area. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is Jordan Ibe scored for Bournemouth. Now, to be fair, I was quite impressed with Jordan Ibe last week, although he was playing against fucking nine men. Um, Palace finishing the season strong again? Yeah, it seems to be what they do. Um, I saw something the other day, uh, there was a journalist saying Roy Hodgson should go now, because Palace are well underneath what they should be with the squad they've got that's and he it. said he said he can't ever see a change under Roy Hodgson that's the thing Palace it's it's difficult with Palace because where do you take them well exactly you like, know they, they get a good cup run or something like that you know but they finished 12th this season but I think that's mainly down to their home form because their home form has been shocking hasn't it um, yeah I seen remember earlier on the season they had a lot of nil nils or certainly fell into score mm-hmm. um if Zaha leaves, it'd be very interesting to see what happens. Because he carries them, more or less. I think he got three of the assists today out of five goals. Um, they'll get mega money from him, but if they sell him, uh, I think that would cost them at least three or four places in the league. Yeah, because who do you bring in? Who, who well, Who's better than him? Exactly. Like Max Meyer hasn't exactly set the world alight, has he? Yeah. So. I say, and Andros Townsend... Okay, he scores a few goals here and there, but he, he's not a replacement, is he? No, he's he's. You know what you're going to get with Andros Townsend. He cuts in that left foot and shoots. He's like a budget iron Robin. But um, what do you think will happen with Batshuayi? Because I, I, I was literally just going to ask that. 
because um, he's on loan, isn't he? And he's on loan from Chelsea, who are under a transfer ban. Yes. You know, apart from the fact Vitas Arman are probably not very happy about this. I think Palace might suffer because Batshuayi. I don't think they'll sell him. It looks like Hazard's on his way out of the club. Okay, they've got Pulisic coming in to replace him at Chelsea, but Higuain has had a terrible season. He'll be going back. Um, Batshuayi, he's, he's a very good striker on his day. I think it might be time they gave him a chance. Either him or Tammy Abraham. Yeah. I think Paul Merson, God help us, made a decent point today where he said if you are in Chelsea squad next season and you get sent out on loan, You'll never play for that club properly. Yeah, that's it. You, you might as well just go. You're never gonna, unless you're like a really young kid who's just being loaned out, you know, naturally, if you like, to get game time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an Abraham or a Batshuayi and you get loaned out next season, you've got no chance, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never gonna get a better chance to uh, to be in Chelsea squad where they're not being able to buy anybody new. Mm-hmm. I really think it could be a good se- a, a good thing for Chelsea next season, though, because look at the amount of talented youngsters they've got. You know, they've got a Mason Mount at Derby. He's a Chelsea yep. player, isn't he? Oh, he's half, half the Derby midfield was from Chelsea uh, the, the other night. Um, obviously, Kurt Zuma, young centre-back. You know, better than Gary, Gary Cahill. Um, they've got Izzy Brown, who was on loan. Uh, I think he's at Derby as well. Uh, yes, I think so. Has played in the Premier League for Huddersfield, because he was with Huddersfield when they got promoted. Um, you know, Batshuayi... You know, Tammy Abraham, who's had a, a record-breaking season at Villa this year and has attracted some interest. So, could be quite interesting next season at, Chel- at Chelsea. But I think they've got the wrong manager for that, though. Like they... that's that's the thing. Sarri's not. It, I know we're not, not talking about Chelsea at the moment. Well, we are now, might as well. Um, but yeah, Sarri, Sarri isn't the right manager for that, is it? But there's still talk that he could leave as well. I think he probably should. Um... I mean, fundamentally, if you look at it in black and white, third place in the Europa League final is... Great season. Not a bad season at all, is it? Yeah, so I'm an Arsenal fan. We were fifth from in the Europa League final. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not delighted with it, but I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, and when you think for about four months, Chelsea stopped playing and he was going to get sacked. So mm-hmm. to turn it around and finish third is remarkable, really. Yeah, I say at one point, I thought they'd be lucky to finish in the top seven. But I also said that Arsenal finished third, so what do I know about football? Well, the thing is, me, <laughs> me, me and you both said this, didn't we? Like when we did that um, prediction running thing in probably end of March, it must have been. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Arsenal walk the uh, top four now. Arsenal looked well set for that with the remaining games as well. Like, mm-hmm. no one could have predicted them taking zero from nine from those three games, which is, you know, even two points from those nine would have been enough. So. Yeah. Um, Wan-Bissaka at, um, Crystal Palace, to go back to Crystal Palace has announced he's staying oh, well, which is un- it's unusual considering the amount of clubs that are going to come sniffing for him do you think if a big bid comes in he gets much say about it? I doubt it um, but the thing is there's no pressure for these clubs to sell anymore because of the TV money mm. unless, the play- unless the player stamps their feet there's very little reason to actually sell them now yeah I didn't realise that there's a new overseas deal being done where there's like three billion pounds being shared out between Premier League clubs at the end of the season. It's just what we needed, though, isn't it? More money. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and that's absolutely ridiculous. Like it seems to be every season now, the overseas rights get negotiated. Um, so yeah, you're right. They they they're not under pressure to sell, I suppose. But I mean, as as we said the other week, he'd be 
he should be Arsenal's first signing, really, Wan Bissaka. Well, we get we've got Bellerin coming back, who was phenomenal until he got injured. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, Although we've, know. we've we know we're losing Lichtsteiner, which is a massive loss. Oh, how on earth will you cope with that? I don't know. We get what, Callum Chambers back as well, though. What What about Jenkins? <laughs> uh, Jenkins, he's been, he's been all right when he's played. He's better than Lichtsteiner. Um, but the thing is, with Wan Bissaka, so it's all right him turning around saying right now, saying yeah, I'm staying and staying. Him and Zahar seem to be quite good friends, and he seems to have quite a decent relationship with Batshuayi. So Batshuayi ain't gonna be there next season. And there's a very good chance that Zaha won't be there next season. Does that suddenly change his mind? When you best, when he's the best player at the club and he's their right back. <laughs> well, I guess it's up to him. It will be interesting. Uh, but Bournemouth, where did they finish in the end? So, yeah, the they finished 14th. Uh, Again, bl- another team us. who we were looking for seventh place at one point. Well, they were uh, fifth. They were fifth in November, I think. Yeah, they? <laughs> they've had an abs- absolutely ridiculous season. Um, where do they go from here? You know, it's it, it, it's so difficult because they they've got they've got, if if you were looking at their team on Football Manager, you quite fancy it. You would. Um, they've got a lot of players who are above, sorry, below where they possibly should be. Mm-hmm. The likes the likes of Wilson, who obviously we've talked about. Yeah. Um, King always looks really impressive when I see him play. That that front two is is very good. Nathan Ake is probably could probably get a better club than Bournemouth if he really wanted to. Um, they spent big money on Jefferson Lerma. Surely gets booked every week. I think he scored quite a good yeah, goal today. today yeah. um, Jordan Ibe, they spent big money on from Liverpool. I mean, obviously he hasn't, hit the, hasn't really hit the heights, but him and Solanke cost, what, 34 mil between them or something? Like, yeah, and I think Solanke's injured again, isn't he? Because I don't think he, he's been involved. It's, it's odd, isn't it? Like, they, spent, they spent a lot of money to finish 14th. Like, I think they're for all the little old Bournemouth, they have spent a fortune to finish nowhere near anywhere good. Do you think Eddie Howe is, thinks he's there for the long term? Because most of his signings do seem to be long term potential. So he signed um, Ming. Is it Ming's or Mears? I always get them confused. It's Ming's, yeah. The one who's at Villa at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So he looked fantastic when he was at Ipswich and whatever and they signed him it was a big deal they spent a lot of money on him for a young right back in the Premier League uh, he broke his leg in like the second game or something didn't he um, and you know he's playing at Villa now and he's playing fantastic at Villa like, Villa fans I speak to at work would love to keep him uh, if they get promoted uh, but then it's say he signed Jordan Ibe who showed signs of potential at Liverpool but never really fulfilled it um, hasn't set the world on fire at, at at Bournemouth he signed King who again showed signs of potential at Man United and I think he was at Blackburn for a while uh, and did alright but he's okay, He's done okay uh, he's, they got Wilson who came from I think he came from Coventry or something like that yep he did yeah. um, he does seem to buy into potential Eddie Howe uh, like he's done with Solanke like Solanke's shown at Chelsea that He's all right. He's, his international career for the for the youth teams has been fantastic but at Liverpool he did nothing, uh, basically. Um, and he's obviously come to Bournemouth and, again, seems to fit the criteria. Young English potential then gets injured every week and doesn't play. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 almost like he's got a type. Well, it's a fair point. I think he maybe, maybe is looking for the future, but uh, he is always linked with other jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only other time he's done another job, he's failed spectacularly, yeah. really. So... I think we said the other week where he needs. He couldn't go from Bournemouth to Arsenal or Tottenham or, you know, 
I think he could have done it at one point, though. I think a couple of seasons ago. Possibly, but I think he needs to try at a, a, a sort of a, a club in between. A Newcastle. Well, <laughs> maybe Newcastle. But, you know, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like... Palace is it decent? I was, I was like, literally again, wow, this is weird. This is like multiple times. I was just thinking he could do well at Palace, they've, he, they've got the sort of players he likes, yeah, exactly. Um, and it would freshen them up if, if Hodgson is ever thinking of retiring, which again, probably won't ever retire as manager until he's 900 years mm-hmm. old. But um, he, he would have to try his arm at, 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 at an established Premier League club, mm-hmm. um, because Bournemouth aren't a Premier League club, I know they are at the moment, but. Structurally, in, I say in name only, isn't it? You know, they ground yeah. ground hold to ten thousand people. I think uh, Salford, who got promoted into the football league this week, their ground's almost as big as fucking <laughs> Bournemouth's. Mm. But yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's hard to buy it, the old little old Bournemouth thing, as we said the other week. Like they've spent so much money. Um, right. If you take into account the size of that stadium as well, it's it's. It's nowhere, it's nowhere near a Premier League ground. That's either. the thing. So I know they've got the Russian backers and stuff, and there is money there, and you know they're building a new training ground at the minute. But again, where where does Eddie Howe, you know, where do you want to take them? I suppose, like like we talked about with Palace, just I suppose the thing you've got if you're Eddie Howe is he's had that team up in fifth, sixth, seventh for quite a while, and then they fell away. Does he think that that's where he can get them and keep them there? And stuff could say what they finished what fourteenth in the end. Does he think, well, I, I could take this club higher and that's what keeps him at the club? It'd be interesting to see if, if Wilson stays around because mm-hmm. he, he's probably the, the the best player, I would say. Yeah. Um, certainly their most saleable asset. If he sticks around, that's quite a big thing for Bournemouth. If he goes, um, I can't imagine that unless Slanky's going to step up. I don't know who's going to fill his void. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I say Josh King, he's done all right, but... Um... He, he he's not a lone striker. Well, he's not a lone striker, is he? And I don't. No. He needs someone like uh, Wilson. who's going to do. All, you know, they seem to work quite well together. Okay, two games to go in the Premier League. I'll let you choose which one, which of these crackers we discuss next. So you've got Leicester and Chelsea, and Southampton and Huddersfield. Well, we'll do Leicester Chelsea because we've just mentioned Surrey. But uh, go for it. This will take uh, about ten seconds. Well, I, I thought Leicester would win this today. Um, I thought Chelsea would would put out a. Couldn't give a fuck sort of team. Having they had nothing to play for. They've made the Europa League final. He rested Hazard again. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's obsessed. weird. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Oh god, it's so annoying. It, it's like, not like there's a couple of weeks to the final. <laughs> Stupid man. Um, I love his uh, how much he does not want to play Gary Cahill so much though he plays as well as for at centre half. Like, fine, do what you want. Silly old cigarette man. Um, and he, he for just for all time's sake swapped Kovacic and Barkley over mm-hmm. halfway through the match as usual. Yeah, Zaha um, Costa got a run out, bloody hell. and Ah, uh, it was a real B team performance. Like I kind of assumed Jamie Vardy would just spend the whole match like pulling David Luiz's afro when he wasn't looking and just <laughs> generally being a nuisance. But seemingly nothing happened except Higuain missed a really easy chance. That doesn't sound like him. I know, and the Chelsea fans started to sing. Um, for Tammy Abraham, so... Okay. <laughs> so sing for a player who doesn't actually play for your club at the moment. Uh, I noticed that Leicester bought on Okazaki and Danny Simpson in what is uh, their last appearances for the club. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll never ever get over the fact that Danny Simpson's a Premier League winner. <laughs> I, know, I know, yeah. Uh, that doesn't leave many of the team that won the Premier League regularly playing, though, that does it, really? I think uh, what, Schmeichel is, is going to be there next season. I'd say Vardy will probably be there next season. Um, All Brighton has played a few games, I suppose. I'm so sick of a Leicester fan saying Mark Albrighton should play for England. Like, what? No, it's not, it's not very good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mark Albrighton should definitely not play. No, um, Tillman's probably made his last appearance for Leicester. Do we think? Yeah, I think he'll have better offers. He's destined uh, for bigger things, isn't he? I mean, again, I think we said the other week, like Man United should be straight in for him. Um, but he may well have even better offers than that, to be quite honest. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've, so they've got some interesting young players in there. Say so Harvey Barnes is going to replace All Brighton in that team full time, isn't he? Um, so there's also Damari Gray, who's who's in and out of the team at the moment. That Hamza Chowdhury, uh, apart from having one, of the, well, I can't even say the most ridiculous hair in football because there's quite a few contenders at the moment with that same haircut. Uh, he looks <laughs> he looks pretty bright. Uh, they've still got Ndidi, who's pretty good. Chilwell, if he doesn't leave, there's been talk of Man City coming back in for him. But then again, they've also said that they don't want to replace Mendy, although once he gets injured in the first game of the season. Yeah, how do, they, how do they feel about replacing uh, Fabian Delph or Zinchenko? Though? Like, that's really the question here, because it's like... Well, Zinchenko, they told him he could leave last season, didn't he? Because they agreed a price with Wolves for him. Oh, really? Yeah, they agreed a deal with Wolves for him, and uh, he refused to talk terms with Wolves because he wanted to stay. He was like, I can win my place back in that team. I'm guessing he'd seen Benjamin Mindy in training <laughs> and thought, <laughs> like, he ain't going to last a few that, that many games. That knee's not lasting, <laughs> and it's it's literally me or Fabian Delph, mm-hmm. and he, he fancied his chances. So, but Yeah, so they got James Madison at Leicester as well. So I think... I think, I think as much as I... I've said this, I think, every week now, as much as I hate to say it... Brendan Rodgers, I think he could do a decent job there, and I think you could be looking at Leicester not for not for challenging for the top four, but I think you're challenging for Europe next season. Yeah, no, I like what Rodgers has done there, but uh, it's all well and good doing it when you're playing a lot of kind of dead games and you're motivated because you've got a new manager. Like, I think it won't be. They've had some easy games because of this time of year. It is. Um, I'm not sure it'll be that easy next season yeah. from the outset. So we've touched on Chelsea we've already really, but I'm just looking at this lineup, right? And I'm thinking, okay, this is a club now that can't sign anybody. <laughs> so how many of these players do we see at Chelsea next season? David Luiz has signed a new contract this week, which I'll be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with because he's he's an Arsenal defender <laughs> in everything but name, isn't he really? He's the most Arsenal defender in the world. He's um, been and I He's been disappointingly not shit this season. Yeah, like, and I, just... that's the thing. I'd kind of like him at the Emirates. I was kind of hoping his contract would run out and we'd sign him on a free. Yeah. Because usually when you've got these players who are in the Premier League and their contract's running down and you haven't heard of a club in Europe signing them, that usually means they've agreed something with another Premier League club and they're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. I'm thinking, yes, I can't wait till the last day of the season when Emery pulls out David Luiz. And then, yeah, he signed a new contract. But I'm looking like, okay, Caballero's going to be there because he's a backup goalkeeper um, Jorginho is going to be there because he's obviously Sarri's love child although <laughs> what happens if Sarri gets the sack like this is this is a very much a Sarri squad like who's taking this team on I mean you need a manager who's going to give uh, all those youth players a chance mm-hmm. 
maybe Frank Lampard, given he owns most of them already. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was going to say, because Kovacic is only on loan, isn't he? So he'll go back. Um, Higuain's on loan, and you wouldn't sign him fucking permanently if you could. Well, I think I think with Higuain, it's like an 18-month loan, so they've got, they've got the option to keep him if they want to. Oh, dear. You wouldn't. But yeah. if, you had, if you can't sign anybody else... You would probably be tempted to keep him around. Yeah, but if you've got like Tammy Abraham coming in, well, there is that. Like I think Chelsea fans have made their made the mind up on him already and said he's, you know, he's, he's not going to help matters. Is he? Like we said this when he signed. There's not many people his age who've played in Italy all their lives or most of their careers at least. They've got somebody on the bench, and I have no idea who it is. Guay. You can't just make people up. I've no idea who that is. So, num- number 53, G-U-E-H-I, Mark Gouet. Right, let's Google this geezer. Was Arida Belaga on the bench, or is he the subkeeper? He, yeah, he was on the bench. Oh, he no idea who he is. He is a Chelsea, he's an Ivory Coast... Hang on, what? Hang on, he says he's British, but no, it says he's from the Ivory Coast. He's been there since the under-8s. Okay, so he's an academy player, which means he won't get any time next season. <laughs> oh, he is from the Ivory Coast, and he's a defender. He is a committed defender with a good af- attitude. Ah, uh, so it's the old anyone but Cahill approach. <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyone but Cahill. Uh, but yeah, I say Hazard. I don't see him staying. You, you if you're sta- if you're Eden Hazard and you're studying on that training ground, you can't be seeing much to inspire you, can you? Nah, I think he's uh, he's carried them for a lot of years now, and if Real Madrid do want them. He could go there and be an absolute hero, couldn't he? Yeah, because like he's got a year left on his contract, hasn't he? Isn't he about 29 now as well? Yes, I think so. Yeah, it's so probably it's probably the window to get a, a, a move yeah. of this calibre anyway. It's probably got 12 months to do it. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say something. Football manager next season with Chelsea could be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like them, so I could probably never manage them. But Just get them relegated, innit? Before Sarri, <laughs> before Sarri does. Claim it next yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, final game that we'll talk about this Premier League season. Uh, we've listened to last because they're the shittiest team in the league. Not Southampton, but Huddersfield. Uh, Nathan Redmond continued, con- uh, continued his decent run of form uh, since the new manager came in earlier on the season. He scored again. And Pritchard scored for Huddersfield Town. So he came into Huddersfield Town with quite a quite a bang, didn't he? There was a lot of talk about him. Is it Alex Pritchard? Something yeah, like? yeah, yeah, a lot of talk about him being quite good and then obviously Huddersfield not being quite good. Uh, and this is like the first time I've seen him score. Yeah, I think they got him from Norwich. From mm-hmm. right. yeah, was Norwich. Um, I used to really rate him. I was would have been quite happy for Newcastle to sign him, but uh, he seems to have went place for Huddersfield, so what chance do you really have of, of making a mark? Mm-hmm. Um this is probably the last time we'll ever talk about Huddersfield. Hopefully. Yeah, I can't imagine they'll come back. No, not no. at all. Um, apparently Redmond's goal is quite good, but I've not seen it. Well, I've just realised as well, Huddersfield finished with a minus 54 goal difference. That's impressively shit, I guess. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Only Derby have done worse. Wow. Well. <laughs> wow, not even yeah. Sunderland. They finished with more points than Sunderland did when they went down there. Um, but yeah, wow, minus 54, that is insane. Um, there's not really much, yeah, there's not really much you can say about this. Southampton having a good season, uh, Housen Hurtle, wherever you pronounce his surname, has come in and obviously turned them around. I imagine there will be a big rebuild at the end of the season for them as well. Um, the, yeah, the transfer market's going to be insane this summer, I think. So many t- t- 
teams in in transition. Um, it'll be quite do you think? Do you think there'll be any other managers leave in the next couple of weeks? I don't know. Um, Normally, that's what happens, isn't it? The Premier yeah, League I was, expecting, I was expecting to hear Chris Hutton hanging up his jacket on the way out of the Amex this evening. Um, I think he's probably the most likely to go. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Sarri potentially. Um, but then, as we've discussed, like what do you do? The only I think the only way Sarri will go in in the summer will be either if he just decides I'm sick of not being able to smoke on the touchline, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> or the Chelsea board find accept like, look, we're in the shit. This is a great time to rebuild. Let's bring in Eddie Howe or Frank Lampard or, or something like a man, a young manager who's gonna come in, use the youth system that they've got there. Because the youth system's obviously pretty good. It's been propping up the Dutch league for the last ten seasons. <laughs> you know, so yeah, and and the championship, the amount of Chelsea pl- youth players who've been promoted from the championship to the Premier League, they must have more medals than some of the first team. Some of them, <laughs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, you know, I think your idea of bringing like yeah Frank Lampard or I say Eddie Howe might be a show bring the, bring them in and do that. But I think that's the only re- the way Sarri goes. But will well, the Chelsea board admit that you know they've, they've, he's took them to the Europa League final and I know they've had managers who've won the Champions League and then left um, but I don't know hopefully they get absolutely smashed in the final yeah let's hope so yeah I'm sorry I, I suppose Rafa he, he, he's up in 50 well, yeah well I think so um I really don't want to contemplate what happens if he goes but <laughs> You could uh, you could get Sarri or we could yes that's true I doubt it and, I doubt George, it he will, he will be on the first flight back to fucking Italy oh definitely before the inky's try on his severance check he would be at Heathrow <laughs> and gone he will never set foot in this country again unless he comes here in a European competition he he well. will be gr- grateful to get out of England after the ride he's had at Chelsea. What about you? Do you see anybody going? Um, I say unless Roy Hodgson fancies hanging up his, uh, his his management jacket forever, but why would he? He seems to have it quite easy, really, at Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, Hutton, as we said, I think I think he's got to be on the verge. Um, if if what you said the other week about some of the senior players wanting a change there, mm-hmm. it does seem to have gone quite stale for Brain. Yeah. And they lost. Uh, they've lost their captain now as well. They have. Yes, so I, ima- I imagine Bruno and Hutton had quite a decent relationship. You know, he's still picking him at thirty-eight as well. You know, so has he lost an ally there? He's linked between the players. Yeah. Um, but Duncan Duffy seemed to be the. I think that's that's who their entire squad is built around the two centre halves. So mm-hmm. I think Duffy got player of the season, didn't he? Yeah, and Dunk is the new captain. So, I mean, great days to be playing for. <laughs> um, so, we've had, obviously had the greatest title running that we've had in a while uh, with Man City and Liverpool. But how do you think the season as a whole has gone? Because, I'll be honest, apart from the Man City and Liverpool running, the last few weeks of the season have been pretty shit because no one wanted to win. Like, if you look at the Premier League form table, so Sky do it, where it's obviously green for a yeah. win, red for a loss, grey for a draw. There's so much red 
it's ridiculous. It, like no matter how high up the table, you go, apart from the top two uh, and Chelsea, surprisingly, um, it, it's it's just been a really weird end of season. Yeah, I think like the top two have been so much better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. We all expected to be, yeah. you know, peaks and troughs. And... It's been like the championship. <laughs> this is what the championship has been like in the last few years, hasn't it? The top yeah. two clubs have been f- phenomenally better than everyone else, and the rest have just like beaten each other until someone stumbles into the playoffs. But yeah, the Premier League's been like it this season. It's really yeah. the fact that you say Chelsea and Tottenham have appalling records and have finished third and fourth. You know, I find it strange that the teams that are in the European finals this season are the teams that finish second, third, fourth, and fifth. <laughs> That's quite strange how it's worked out, isn't it? But yeah, yeah the, the top two play the standard of football, which we'll probably never see two teams going at it like that for a long time. Like it's. Mm-hmm. They've both been excellent. Uh, as you say, third downwards, it's been a bit of a mi- mix and match of who can beat who. Um, certainly from January onwards, third downwards, it's been some of the bottom clubs improved. Like obviously Newcastle were bottom three at one stage, um, and then we've just been so much better in the second half of the season. We've beaten quite a couple of the, the top the top clubs but um then you got Bournemouth who went the total of the way so it, it's everyone's been beating everyone else and the top two have been absolutely sublime so it hasn't been vintage season it's mm-hmm. been an enjoyable season I've, I've uh, certainly never been bored by it but uh, I think I prefer it when it, it's a bit having 20 points between third and second is, is quite ludicrous really isn't it? yeah it's mad isn't it and no more Neil Warnock in the Premier League he might be Newcastle's new manager yeah. nah he's come out and said he'll never manage in the Premier League again really yeah came out and interviewed said I won't manage in the Premier League again alright so that's great news for us all so is he staying as Cardiff's manager <laughs> probably yeah for, forever yeah. Uh, but yeah um, Newcastle season I say I, I have really enjoyed watching Newcastle in the last few weeks yeah, um, since Almiron came in January, it's given us a, gave us a, a different dimension to our play. Um, obviously, he wasn't available the last few weeks, but uh, it's, as a fan, like there's, there's certain players who you're excited to go and watch play, and he certainly falls in that category. Um, same with Cher for all he's a centre back. Yeah, he, um, yeah he's, he's been he a gave us, You know, he gave us a totally different way of playing, which we haven't seen for a long time, probably since Philippe Albert, of a centre half who. Might pop up in that was from the penalty area in open play, like mm-hmm. it's, it's and scoring twenty five yards, that kind of thing. It's a kind of maverick player that is like it's as a fan you, you want to go and watch them play. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't win our first game of the season for I think it was I think it might be November by the time we won October. Mm-hmm. It was it was a long time coming, but uh, we had a rancid fix list to start with. Um, plus, like I said last week, until Rondon signed which was the last week of the transfer window it then took him two months to get fit mm-hmm. only once he was fit and we could no longer rely on Hosselu did we really see what we could do this season um, if we'd just learned the lessons from that and get things done early in the summer the transfer window we could be in the top eight next season mm-hmm. no doubt about that but uh, there's a lot of things got to happen between now and then yeah definitely uh, let's hope Rafa stays to carry it on then yeah, what about you and Arsenal? Do you? Uh... Oh, it depends on the signings we make. I think. I think if we can beat Chelsea in a couple of weeks' time in the Europa League final, which to be fair, I think unless they bore us to death, 
uh, we've got a decent chance of doing. Um, I think we just need to make the right signings. I think some of the signings that we've brought in this season uh, have done all right. You know, obviously, Burnt Leno, a lot of people don't seem to rate him, but I think he's had a pretty good end of season. Um, we've got a few of the young players coming back. I, I'd be really interested to see Reese Nelson in the first team next season. Uh, we apparently are crying out for a left-footed player. It's interesting to hear Alex Awobi coming out in an interview the other day and saying that he doesn't like playing on the left. Uh, he wants to play in like either a number eight or a number ten role. Um, so if if Reese Nelson can come, he's had a decent time at Hoffenheim on loan. If he mm. can come in and you know and break into the team, that might free Awobi up a bit. I know people dig me out for talking about Iwobi but he's genuinely a very talented footballer I think if he went to somewhere like your Crystal Palaces your Newcastles you know or somewhere like that I think he'd, I think he'd really shine obviously Arsenal fans have held him to a higher standard and fucking rip him apart every weekend um, but yeah it depends Yeah, it depends on what business we do I think yeah winning the Europa League will be good for us if we can uh, I'm not going to sit here and deny that it's a Mickey Mouse competition because he, he practically is. But again, it, it like when Man United won it, it's, it is a European competition, and it can give you it can give you that boost. You get into the Champions League now as well, you know, and that helps you attract bigger, yeah. better, bigger, better players. You know, but will we be able to sign the sort of players we want? Like I'd like to see like the likes of Delict and you know a few of the VIX players come in our direction. But unfortunately, there's a lot of big clubs with rebuilding programs at the moment. You know, Liverpool are probably going to recruit, be recruiting in key positions. Obviously, Chelsea won't be. But Real Madrid, I've obviously got a rebuild. Um, Barca haven't had the greatest of times, so there's obviously some uh, an amount of rebuilding to be done. Then I think Juventus might be losing their manager this season. Is he leaving? Oh. Allegri, is he going, is he? I think there's been talk of it, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, and then they've got your likes of, you know, Napoli in Italy, who are going to be bringing Roma, who are just about to get a new manager. You know, so these are all decent-sized clubs ar- around Arsenal, you know, clubs of a similar stature, who are going to be looking for big players and potentially paying big money. Um, so it depends on what we do there, you know, and how, how quick we can get Mustafi out of the club. <laughs> yeah, well... It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think yeah, the summer will be very interesting. There's no major tournament this year as well. But there is a Copa America and an African Cup of Nations, mm-hmm. which, yeah. which I know we probably won't watch them, but they will have an effect on players moving and not moving. And... Yeah, isn't the Copa America over quite quickly, though? Yeah. Because we're waiting for Ed Edu to be free because he works for the Brazilian National Football Association. And I believe because we were we're appointing one of our other players into like a, a new recruitment role that he's currently in, uh, in an interim basis. But we're waiting to announce the Edu thing at the same time to see if he'll veto it. Uh, <laughs> and there's talk that, that won't be done until about like mid June when the finger, when the uh, Brazil have finished with the uh, Copa America. Oh right, okay. Well, um, we've got the similar problem with with Rondon, obviously a player for Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um, which could potentially delay any sort of move even further. But... Yeah, I think with Rondon, though, I think you've been in a situation where he's probably already agreed terms. Who knows? Because he's, which... he's been there all season, hasn't he? So you'd think he'd like to be like, look, if I get this, I'm in. You'd think, wouldn't you? But uh, with our idiot in charge, probably don't even know his name. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> I'd say, Ron, I'd say West, I don't think West Brom are coming up. I hope not. Um, so... If it helps us get him, then... Uh... Frankly, they can take one for the team. 
which, which Dwight Gale tried yesterday by getting sent off. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't want to be here next season. See you later. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I think we'll probably end it there. Then uh, let, there is one other interesting fact that I, I forgot to mention on the show. I put this in the group chat earlier on. I found out yesterday that so this season Liverpool finished the season only losing one game, uh, and that game was a loss to Manchester City, I believe, earlier on in the season. Uh, in the women's uh, Super League, not Premier League, in the women's Super League, uh, the second place team there also only lost one game, and they lost it to the team that finished as champions. But they lost it on the last day of the season. Oh, well. So Arsenal won the women's uh, Super League for the first time in a while. They used to dominate women's football, but obviously since it's turned fully professional, the likes of like Chelsea and Man City have had something to say about that. Uh, but yeah, Man City lost their uh, last game, last game of the season to Arsenal. Uh, to miss out on finishing second and going unbeaten. Weirdly though, that it wasn't there wasn't like a one point difference between them. I think I think they finished like a good ten points behind Arsenal, so they must have drawn quite a few games. But yeah. Well, it's a start for you. But yeah, I just find it outstanding that Liverpool have got ninety seven points, lost one game, and finished second in the league. It's it, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard. Did you see Martin Tyler on Sky this morning saying you should give them both the trophy? I did not, but that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so they interviewed him, and he was just like, um, "Oh, there's, a, there's a, obviously there's no conspiracy." I don't know why you mentioned it. To be fair, so there's no conspiracy. There's a trophy here at the AMX, and there's a trophy at Anfield. Uh, but I'd give them both a trophy, and I'm thinking, well, that's not going to happen, is it? The old runners-up trophy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Celebrate uh, that. <laughs> yeah, run out on the pitch chasing that. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much for joining me, Dave. Uh, please pimp your socials. Uh, so on Twitter, I am at CM9798. And you have the uh, CM9798 cup thing yeah, coming up? Draft so, yeah, so in the, with the lack of a, a tournament this summer, I'm running a tournament on Jumpman9798. Um, we've got 20 people signed up. They've been drafting their teams behind the scenes for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross has taken part from this parish. Um, I see Ross has done the anti-Chelsea and signed no midfielders. Yeah, some some of the squads are a bit lopsided, but you know they are, they are the choice. So um, we should be ready to go with that in the next few weeks. Um, it should be a nice way to to waste the days away between now and three months' time when the season returns. Oh, there is the Women's World Cup. There is, and there's also Cup America and African Cup of Nations and. Yeah, I think the Nations League starts soon. The Nations League finals. Oh yeah, so it's so. two games in, in June, isn't it? So yeah, it'll fly over. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, I thought I was going to end up covering the Women's World Cup, but apparently the girls' at un- unusual efforts are going to do it. So oh, right. uh, that's, not that it saves me watching it, because I'll probably watch it anyway. Just out of like no football on TV. Um, I live next to a five-side pitch. I might just stare at the window for three months. Um, <laughs> you can find the show at Man on the Post on Twitter, Facebook, and everything else. Um, I imagine we'll still be doing shows throughout the summer. I don't know what you usually do. What do you usually do in pre-season? I've no idea. I was only signed in uh, in, in the World Cup. Oh, okay. So, See, we're both new signings here. We don't know what to uh, do. We don't no, know when we... we report back for pre-season training <laughs> or anything. Uh, we'll have to speak to the boss. Um, but I imagine we'll, you'll hear our voices. Uh, doing some... Oh, I know there's the fighting talk. I don't know if I can talk about that. Um, I just did. Um, but I know there's that's coming up soon. I don't know what that is. So, Have you ever I'm listened sh- to fighting talk on Radio 5? On Saturday mornings, it, it's really good. I, it, I highly recommend it. They release it as a podcast every week. Is this like where they have a topic and then two people fight over like? 
No, no, so it's like a quiz. It's hosted by Colin Murray, who used to host it back in the day, but then obviously oh, yes. left for talk sport. Uh, but he's back now. And basically, they it's a sports quiz, but the idea is just to be a... Well, not be a dickhead, but give the most interest. You get points for... It's like QI, but for sports, oh, right. basically. But everyone gets the... You can tell that they get the questions in advance uh, and stuff like that, so they can re- go away and research their answers. And you just pander into Colin Murray. So if you just mention the Toronto Blue Jays or Liverpool, you generally get more points. So if Ross is doing it this season, oh. <laughs> it'll be Long Live Leeds United, uh, Billy Bremner, and, and all, all of that good stuff. And WWE Wrestling, just throw, throw some of that in. Fine. All right. Well, that'll be good. But yeah, uh, so you can check out all the other shows on the network. We've got the European Roundup. Uh, we've got the Extra Time Lads, the Unusual Efforts. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? There's, what's that one that Ali does every now and again? 11 pieces of me. I'm just going to keep mentioning it because I want to be on it. And he keeps telling me I can be and then doesn't record one. Uh, so I imagine they'll be able to keep you going throughout the summer as well. And you'll hear from us soon. And so always remember to keep your man on the post. 